And on today's program, we are looking at the contested race for multi-jurisdictional judge. That's a municipal judge for the Beaver Dam Joint Municipal Court, which includes the cities of Beaver Dam, Mayville, and Waupon, the townships of Ashapin, Beaver Dam, and Rubicon, and the village of Neosho. Earlier in the program, we were able to speak with Marianne Schacht and Jim Brace. On this segment, we have an opportunity to speak with Todd Snow. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Snow. Well, thanks for having me. So uh, we start out here uh, with some basic biographical information, if you will. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do. You know, you could tell us about uh, uh, your favorite uh, pastimes, hobbies, service organization affiliation, and and certainly your professional experience. Well, I live in Wapan with my wife, and uh, we have one daughter still at home. And I have another daughter that goes to the University of Wisconsin. I have two sons that live in uh, Virginia. I've been an attorney for the past, let me do the math, 21 years. I practice in the area in uh, Dodge, Fond du Lac, Green Lake, in this local area here. My wife and I had our law firm for many years until she moved on to another position, and now it's just me and my law firm. Uh, I'm a big Packers fan. I'm also an avid golfer, and that would, that's probably about it. So why tear yourself away from the golf course and decide to throw your hat in the ring for a municipal court judge? Well, I think it's uh, something that would be interesting to do. Uh, I have practiced in municipal court in the past, and I think that uh, people, a lot of people that go to municipal court, I think that they think that they're not going to get a fair shake there. Uh, and I think that you need a judge who's going to guarantee that everybody comes in on equal footing. Uh, I think it's important to have an attorney be the judge, even though that's not a requirement. The only requirements are that you be 18 and not a felon. (laughs) But I think that since the rules of evidence apply in this court, that it would be very helpful to anyone coming before the court to have someone that understands that uh, adjudicating their case. What would you like to accomplish while on the bench, if elected? I'd like for everybody who left, if I were elected, I would hope that everybody that left my courtroom would think that they were given a fair shake and were treated uh, with respect and fairness. What would you say is the uh, the most significant case that you've worked on in the legal community? Oh, wow. Uh, well, I worked on a case where <laughs> the, uh, that's a really tough question because I've got 21 years <laughs> of legal cases behind me. I did work on a case that uh, helped to change the law in Wisconsin for whether or not if you refuse a a blood test or when the police arrest you for an OWI, if you refuse, whether or not that refusal can be counted against you in the future as a prior OWI. It used to be yes, and now it is no, and I was instrumental in getting that, uh, that that changed through some of my efforts. You know, oftentimes there are uh, conversations, um, you know, in the law enforcement community and the uh, in the criminal justice community about um, uh, about ordinance violations, criminal violations. You know, which types of things should be uh, uh, should be shifted into a municipal courtroom? Which types of things should be handled on the the civil uh, or excuse me, the circuit court level? You know, I'm talking about things like maybe uh, hosting underage drinking parties or, or marijuana possession, things like that. You don't have to speak to those uh, those two specific examples 
But where do you think that line should be drawn in uh, some of those lower level cases that could be a toss up between going to municipal court or circuit court? Well, I would hope that the uh, charging authority, whether it's the the DA's office or the officers themselves who made the arrest, I, I would hope that their discretion could prevail. I mean, for instance, you're, you know, I know marijuana is a huge hot topic, but if your son or daughter makes the mistake of, you know, getting caught with some marijuana, do we really need them to have a criminal record for that? Or would an ordinance violation uh, be enough to convince them that they didn't want to do that again? You know, criminal convictions have uh, lasting impacts on people's lives, and I'm not sure people even realize that. So, for instance, that uh, marijuana possession could impact someone's ability to get uh, financial aid for college, and I'm not sure people actually realize some of the collateral consequences sometimes. So let's talk a little bit about creative sentencing. We, we tend to hear about that quite a bit, and certainly at, uh, at different levels of, of court, but oftentimes out of the municipal courtrooms. Uh, sometimes we see some of those creative sentences handed down. What would you say is your judicial philosophy as it relates to, uh, uh, to handing down a sentence that is applicable to the, uh, to the crime and, uh, and fits the bill and may get that offender to think twice about doing that again? Well... I, that's exactly right. You want to make sure that if, if they've done something wrong, we want to correct that behavior. Uh, and I am a big fan of community service. Uh, that's something that I think is important because I think if you can get somebody out, whether it's a, 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 a juvenile or an adult, uh, get them out doing something for their community and giving back and at the same time paying their, you know, paying the price for their their infraction. It's not a crime in, in municipal court, but for their citation, I think that that's very important. And I think that's underutilized in the higher level court, in the circuit court. Uh, I very seldom, I don't, I can't tell you the last time in my 21 years of practicing when I had a client who actually got, uh, received community service as part of their, their uh, punishment. But there are a lot of organizations out there. I'm a member of the Lions Club. I'm a member of the VFW. I'm a member of the American Legion. All of these organizations can use help. Uh, there's food banks out there. They can use people's assistance. And if we can get somebody in there in, in lieu of paying a fine that they can't pay to go out and, and perform community service, I think that that would be helpful for everyone involved. We're talking about the race for uh, Beaver Dam Municipal Court judge here, three-way race uh, that voters will see on Tuesday's ballot. Do you, do you think the position of municipal judge should be an elected position? Should it be an appointed position? I really don't have an opinion on that. I, I don't have a problem with it being elected. At some of the higher-level courts uh, where people are actually going to jail and their, uh, you know, their, their liberty is at stake, and... You see it with the, the ads you see on TV now, the, the elected judges at the higher level, anything they do can be attacked. Uh, you know, they, they, they give somebody probation because that's what they feel is appropriate, and then the next thing you know, it's being used against them in the next election, uh, and it just goes back and forth, and it, it's needless and endless. But at this level, at the municipal court level, we're dealing with, with traffic tickets and citations. So, again... Uh, you know, we're talking community service or fines, something like that. No one's going to be losing their liberty over this. So I really don't have a problem with it being an elected position. I do, as I alluded to 
moments ago, I do think it would be better to have it be open only to attorneys. And I may get some pushback for that. But again, and the reason why is because the, the court is governed by the rules of evidence, just as if you were in circuit court. And, you know, evidence is one of the harder classes in law school. And it's something that even as a practitioner over the last couple of decades, it, it can be kind of tricky at times. So I think that someone with a legal background would, would probably do a better job for people coming into court than someone with no legal background at all. And that's just my own personal opinion. So uh, finally today, why should voters on Tuesday's ballot uh, support Todd Snow for Beaver Dam Municipal Court Judge? Well, because I have the experience necessary to run an efficient courtroom. As I said, I'll be fair, uh, unbiased, and I'll treat everyone the way they would like to be treated and I'll follow the law. If you come in and you submitted a, a, a violation and the city can prove it, then you're going to have to pay either a fine, community service, whatever. Uh, but if you want to come in and make your case and you make a compelling case, then, you know, you're going to get a fair shake just like the, uh, the government would. So my overarching theme is fairness, and I would appreciate everyone's vote. I'd like to thank you very much for uh, joining us on today's program. Thank you. Once again, that is Todd Snow. He is one of three candidates that is running for municipal judge for the Beaver Dam Joint Municipal Court. want to thank our other guests on today's program, the other candidates appearing on the ballot, James H. Brace and Marianne S. Schacht. Again, all appearing on the February 21st primary ballot with the top two vote-getters going on to the April 4th ballot. Again, the municipal court, the Beaver Dam Joint Municipal Court, includes the cities of Beaver Dam, along with Mayville and Waupun, the towns of Ashapin, Beaver Dam, and Rubicon, and the village of Neosho. You'll be able to hear our conversations with all three candidates, Marianne Schacht, James Brace, and Todd Snow, at dailydodge.com under the audio tab. And that is going to do it for today's community comment.